Hey, what's up, world? My name is Sharon. And my name is Desiree. And you're now tuned in to Designed for Sharing Hope. Yes, this podcast focuses on mental health, how it affects us all, and how important it is to understand it. Yep, so sit back, you know, relax, and Mm -hmm. join in on this conversation today. Yes. Okay, well, welcome back. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Once again, it's... Desi and Sharon, and this is <laughs> designed for oh. sharing hope. Yes, Hallelujah. okay, cool. <laughs> so, man, we're back here, guys, with you. And first off, we want to say thank you, thank you for the outreach, thank you for people sharing, thank you for people liking, people hearting, because we are here just to really bring awareness to what's really going on in the world and yes. how. Change the only way change can start if it starts within yourself and at home, mm-hmm. which all folds into a person's mental health. Yep. Um, so I know we did talk about, yeah, last week we definitely um felt led to move in the direction of talking about um childhood um traumas and how that can affect your current state of mind, your current mental health status. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? That that's what God led us to to talk about and then God led us in another direction um over this mm-hmm. last week. Um depression and suicide. Yes. Is something that, you know, God placed on my heart personally. He placed on Sharon's heart. Yes. And um when we connected uh, we actually hadn't even talked in a couple of days. Mm-mm. We connected. And it was, you sent the message like, hey, I think we should. And I'm like, dude, you took the words right out of my exactly. mouth. Like, this is something. <laughs> it's it's, it's ridiculous. It's sad. It's scary because it's right here in front of our faces. Yeah. It's right here in our homes. When it comes to depression, it's really real right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's really, it's been something, but. I think we all see that after COVID, something changed. Yeah. Something changed in this world, and it has made, there is a a big effect um, on people when it comes to their mental health. Yeah. Depression has hit one of the highest I've ever seen, Mm -hmm. Um, and I think everybody can agree that it is really time to really start talking about it. Yeah. And getting the word out, because it's no more... there's no more hiding stuff. Like, it, we're out. We need to help. Yep. People need the help. Yep. They need it. They do. And you know what? Before we even get deep into this, we have two special guests with us today. Yes, we do. We have hey. Miss Cheyenne. Say hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> Introduce your... T- tell them a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I'm 20. Pretty young. But I have had a lot. That has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Sharon here, but I call her Ma mm-hmm. through her daughter, who I've known since kindergarten. Um, got disconnected for a few years through high school, <laughs> but met back up in college. Mm-hmm. And I know Desiree here through, you know, Sharon, and it's like a light, you know. She oh. saw. <laughs> Ma told me a lot about her when <laughs> she first came around, and you know it's. It's just like a lot of love there. Oh, yes, girl, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, y'all, she is an adopted sister of mine. I have adopted her as my little sister. She's my daughter. Yes. My daughter I didn't birth. Yes. (laughs) 
all of us are your daughters. I know. <laughs> and speaking of daughters, we have your biological daughter. Hey, stink, stink. Hi, mom. <laughs> hey, mom, I made it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I am also 20 years old. Um, I am, a, I don't know. I don't know what to talk about. You know, I got to say real quick, when you said that your mom looked off in a space like, I wonder how, I can't remember how I was when I was that age. What was I doing? I did have a, I did have a whole, like, I did a whole glimpse of behind, like, when she said 20, 20, I had to go back, like, I started remembering she was 19, 18, 17, 14, 13. Oh, love See, I told you, I'm sorry, but that was funny. I'm like, she just reminisced. I really did. <laughs> but yes, tell us about you. Um, I am a college student, but I'm yeah. currently taking a year off. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm with that. I'm working full time. I am, I don't know. You're a dog mom. I am a dog mom, and I am a <laughs> proud dog mom. I want <laughs> Yes, you're a dog mom. I do to a Yorkie poo. His name is Bailey. Bailey. Yes. <laughs> yes, Bailey is so sweet. Bailey, Bailey, Bailey Hayes Helms. Yes. Bailey Hayes Helms. Bailey Hayes. Middle name. Hayes. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm going to start calling. Hayes, get off. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> He's probably going to do the headcock. Like, what? Yes. <laughs> what are you talking to? Talking? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, yes, yeah, so we have these special two young ladies here with us today because... Like we said, we're covering depression and suicide um, topics for this episode and the next several episodes. This is part one. And, you know, these two young ladies um, were brave enough to come onto the podcast with us and talk about their own experiences, um, you know, with mental health as it relates to depression. So... Without further to do, oh first, yeah. let's let them know how to um like our website. Our, our oh Facebook, yes, we definitely got to throw that our, in there. Our, yeah, yes, because it cut me off last time. <laughs> <laughs> we are still learning, guys. But yes, so uh, we're on Facebook, designed for sharing hope. The D E S I and design is capitalized. The S H A R and sharing is capitalized. Um, but you can also go to our pages and click the link. Um, if you're friends with us, we have it pinned. So that's Facebook, Instagram, Design for Sharing Hope, Twitter, DSH Mental Health 2021 or Mental 2021. It's all posted. Yes. Um, but we'll definitely make sure um, we start posting that in the bio as well. And so. please, please, guys, send us any type of request of topics. Yes. Send us um, your stories, your experiences. Um, if we are, you know, if there's things that you want us to elaborate on, just please reach out to us because we are here to help. Yes, and you can send those stories at designedforsharinghope at gmail.com. Yes. Yep. So, today, 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 mm-hmm. um, it's, we are realizing that the big, the, the big thing is actually the ages of Shri and Cheyenne. Um, the ages that that's like a transition period for a child. Yeah. And I mean, not a, yeah, you're going from a child <laughs> to an adult mm-hmm. and that if you, if you are not prepared, yep. even if you are prepared, yep. Yep. <laughs> that's life hits you in the face immediately once you realize your <laughs> own responsibilities. <laughs> so, and I'm like, you didn't have to do me like that. <laughs> <laughs> you 
did not like, have I to do that like that. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I gotta pay what? Yeah. I definitely, I've definitely thought like that before. I'm like, I didn't even ask to be here. Like, why? Why would you bring me into this world and then make me pay bills? Man. <laughs> She just walk in and start talking. Mom, I need help. I'm my nails. Mom, I really do. I need help budgeting. I'm like, Shree, hold on, calm down. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. You were on the phone. What? All I hear is she goes and she says, Mom, I have a problem. Like, uh oh, shut the door. And she's like, Mom, I'm starting to cry now. I said we'll get we'll that's fine. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Yeah. I said we'll start with this, this, and this. Yes. Chill out. <laughs> go lay down. <laughs> go to sleep feeling good. Like my mama go help me. <laughs> I got this together. Get it tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> you have a good night, rest that night. Wake up. Good morning. Man, so yes, <laughs> that, that transition period is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And now it with this once again with whatever COVID brought. It has made this transition a lot difficult mm-hmm. for this generation, difficult than more than us. So as adults, so adults, parents, we're reaching out to you right now mm-hmm. to listen in and tune in because these are your children. These yeah. are our children. Yep. And it's happening for real. It's happening in our households. It's happening. It's our next It's our next door neighbor. It's the person to the left of you, the right of you, in front of you, and yeah. back of you. It's the person that you're in front of their face every single day. Um, so please listen in because it, it just gets real. So, yeah. I mean, my personal experiences, it's been a lot. But to only think about what these this generation is going through. Yeah. Yeah, let let them tell you because it's yeah. Parents, it's time to listen. Yep. All mm-hmm. right, who wants to leave? Well, I, I was <laughs> thinking when you were talking about the transition period. Yes. Mm-hmm. At the same time, there's like we're all realizing our responsibilities as adults in the world. We have to pay our bills. We have to get our housing. You know, and personally, I have been prepared for that for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like I've been. I've been, like, since 16, I would, like, work to the bone, you know. Um, I didn't grow up with very, you know, nurturing parents. Mm-hmm. And so that was my goal was get my money, get my bills, get all that, and get out. I was prepared for that. And yeah. that it slapped me in the face a bit, but it, it wasn't too hard. Yeah. I think what people also need to realize at the same time there's that transition, there comes a moment in, like, your early 20s in that transition, every mental health problem every you guys mm-hmm. talk about yeah. you know the childhood mm-hmm. trauma and all that all like that that's gonna hit you in the face at the same time mm-hmm. you know and if you don't have the support or the mm-hmm. information the knowledge yep. to even conquer that you know because I didn't and that like that knocked me down hard like yeah. mm-hmm. it knocked me from everything I ever knew it knocked me down hard and thankfully I had these you know these two right here to mm-hmm. lift me up through that time and show me yeah. you know a way a guide a path but people need to realize that also there's that that mental health like mm-hmm. 
inner the internal mm-hmm. thing yeah mm-hmm. you know that's gonna hit you yeah well. it's like hard to talk about to other people it's yep. like yeah. you can't even put it into words mm-hmm. that feeling but we trust me i've been there sharon's been there and <laughs> man i had it mine was i mean it wasn't that you guys you have it a lot more it's a lot different than what i can remember but mine was you know getting pregnant young Mm-hmm. Um, I won't go into a whole lot of detail yet, but, um, you know, raising a child, mm-hmm. I went through some things, um, domestic stuff and like, so my trans and at that same time, my mom and dad were splitting up. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was crazy. Cause what I, what I remember is home was no longer like home, mm-hmm. you know, mom and dad, it wasn't, it, everything was just, it was different. Yeah. So and then I enter into a relationship and, you know, a lot happens. It doesn't make it any better. Mm-hmm. So all that is within my early 20s. And at the same time, I'm still trying to do school and work mm-hmm. to pay bills because I really didn't have, didn't really feel really comfortable anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, and it was because what I just knew of life and everyday life and family, like, it just it was like from there and then it wasn't there mm-hmm. and so yeah i understand those those deep those deep dark moments i remember like just holding shree i remember rocking in my on my couch crying with her she's crying mm-hmm. and i'm crying right along with her like mm-hmm. <laughs> like you can't say anything that's all that's all that comes out your mouth yeah. is <laughs> Like, I know I have to keep it together because of this child here. <laughs> but, man, if she wasn't there, I don't know where I would be. I, I swear. Think that, I think that the tw- with those early 20s or even when you talk, I say even starting at the age of 18, like when you transition into adulthood, and I use that term loosely, you that's where you have like that mental. It's like you can be taught so much about adulting, how to write a check, how to pay a bill, how to go pay, mm-hmm. you know get a car how to get Mm -hmm. a loan different things like that you're taught that but nobody can teach you for the mental health aspect that Cheyenne touched on like when everything hits you at once nobody can teach you how to handle that it's kind of it's like a trial and error type of deal like you have to experience it Mm -hmm. and figure out a way for yourself to navigate out of that hole and that's what I think the early 20 phase is the most crucial it is the most crucial in your adulthood like it makes or breaks what the next 10 years is gonna be like yeah the next five years is gonna be like i i guarantee you like i was in a car accident in 2012 i think sharon knows i don't think i don't know if you two know i was in a really bad car accident never forget i was on i was in the army at the time so i was on my way to my unit and i had dropped my phone because I was using it as a GPS. It's my first time getting on the highway by myself. And I was 19. And I dropped my phone. And I'm like trying to steer and reach down to get it. And I lose control over my will. Oh my I flipped over oncoming traffic on the highway. Thankfully, no one hit me. But I landed in a tree. Like my car head first in the tree. And it was an off-duty firefighter and a nurse. Her name was Angel. Never forget. Interesting. And I know. <laughs> they were they were the ones that rescued me. And um, you know, when I got out, you know, they had to 
pry the door open to get mm-hmm. me out. I'm bloody. Like, I don't remember this part. This is what, you know, they told oh, me. Yeah. And um, they said, I just kept saying, call my mom, call my mom, call my mom. And I don't think that's something that was ever taught. I don't think my mom ever taught me, like, if... Well, you know, I take that back. My mom has always taught me, in the case of an emergency, you always, you know, call for me. Mm-hmm. You know, memorize numbers and stuff. But, like, me, call, like, I'm hurt. I've been in a tragic accident. The first instinct, even as an adult, is call my mom. Like, mm-hmm. and that's all I'm telling them to do is call my mom. And it's like, because I know, even though I'm an adult... My mom can has the one she's been there for me, raised me up to be this person. She will be able to calm me down or help me through this to figure out what to do. It'd be no different if I got pulled over and arrested, which I did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I did. <laughs> and I, I called my mom, and I was earlier, and I was later on in my twenties, but. I say that to say, like, that a part of that is kind of like muscle memory and your mental it's ingrained mm-hmm. that when you are in, tr- you experience a traumatic situation or you're in a state where you can't help yourself, the mm-hmm. first instinct is to call your mom. And that is because our mo- mother has endured p- everything we've gone through plus more. And... So we look at our we we tend to look at our mothers that you know we, that raised us it, as this superhero complex and that not know, that they're they know it all yes exactly <laughs> it's like not they're not God but God uses them with <laughs> not sharing with you. I wish I could see this well it took me a while it took me a while to know that she was a normal person okay. <laughs> Listen, check out my article. Of... My mom is a supermom. Okay. Uh, yes, oh, I can't wait. yes, yes. It's on, in the newspaper, State yeah. General Register. Yes. But yeah, that's that's generally what it is. It's like that that part. But you want to know something though? Yeah, it's something that as you're sitting here saying this, and I'm thinking because mental health is a huge, it's vast. Yeah, I'm thinking as you're explaining this. Guess what? How do you think of the people that don't have, that don't have a person to call out to? Mm-hmm. Like, when they're in those needs, they don't have anybody to no call out to. No support system. And that's the ones that we have to reach. Yeah. And find, are... to say we are here, I will be your support system. Yep. Because you're loved, you're cared for, you're you're amazing. And that mm-hmm. those are generally the people that suffer from depression that can't pull themselves out of Correct. out yeah. of that. Yeah. If you think about it, I mean a lot of the deaths that we hear about that are self inflicted, you know, by suicide, they had either alienated themselves from their support system in a way. Mm-hmm. Um or didn't and it typically takes days for family members or friends or uh, associates to even find out that you know they've passed Mm -hmm. and that's because they've alienated themselves because they've been so far down in depression that nobody's been able to get them up and at some at some time you know people start to get tired of constantly trying to lift a person up and they're not you Mm -hmm. know they're just giving you dead weight back so 
those are typically those are typically the ones that succumb to uh to suicide and those are we're not a we're not alienating any types of forms of depression or suicide but we really want to focus on like you said the ones with no support systems those are really the ones we're trying to reach and let you know we are your support system Mm -hmm. you know you have our information you can send an email every day i'll answer it yeah (laughs) an email every day uh soon we'll have a phone that you guys can call for a hotline where we can help you guys kind of get through things get through things Mm -hmm. direct you to a counselor Mm -hmm. or you know that's that's generally what this podcast is about it's not just discussing mental health but it's finding a solution Mm -hmm. you know a way to outlets cope yeah yeah but sheree i know you you know you've gone through some depression before and yeah um i i have been diagnosed with depression and anxiety um Mm -hmm. it started mainly around like my junior year high school Mm -hmm. and that's like I guess one of that's like the first transition in life is around when you turn it but I was a little late I'm a little baby so when I was a junior I turned 16 but it's around when people turn 16 (laughs) 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 so like that's that's when you first get your car you're becoming more now at this point you are independent like in your head in your head like i know well i don't know about you guys but for me mm-hmm. i was like i got a car i can go anywhere <laughs> i can go anywhere mom mom's gonna be like where are you at i'm be like in paris what about you okay. like that's how that's how you <laughs> i am getting mcdonald's at 10 o'clock like that's how you feel and so i did that but then mom's like okay well you're not like you're not into you're not you're not and i'm like but i am so she's like all right i'm gonna let you see for yourself well it turned out I wasn't. <laughs> it turned out I was not. And literally, I got slapped so hard with depression. It literally, I went from being like, I was very good on my grades. Straight A's, mm-hmm. sometimes a B. If, I, if it was like, if I was really struggling, I, I never got a C. But if I did on something, then mom knows, okay, mm-hmm. sure, you either didn't do this too well, you didn't study too well, or it was hard. Yeah. <laughs> so like I was very good on my grades well around junior year when all this happened um I not only was I just joining a POMS team mm-hmm. I was in a new relationship mm-hmm. and I was more of heartbroken because this was around the time that I was um just getting out of my first one my first yep. ever relationship and mm-hmm. it didn't go too well and so I was just kind of destroyed over that too so i'm in a new relationship i just got a car i'm on a palms team i'm i'm just a junior in high school i'm an upperclassman and all of a sudden like things go haywire and when things go haywire it took a tumble and it tumbled hard and then i hit depression and it just literally stumbled i went from straight a's to all of a sudden getting d's and c's Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. f's and i'm sitting here crying because i don't know what is wrong with me but then Mm -hmm. finally my mom thankful that she has also been through it and she's like you're depressed. Let's go to the doctor. <laughs> so was it like just those two things that like let you know that you were depressed? Or I started saying, actually, like, that's another thing. Parents, be in tune with your kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the way I started noticing, her room will be more dirty. I, you know, she won't clean up as much. Mm-hmm. Um, she won't be as talkative. Um, 
when I started noticing it, I was even reaching out to the teachers. Yeah. Hey, you know, I emailed the teachers. Hey, can you let me know if you see if Sheree's acting a little different? I've, you know, been noticing she's kind of, you know, things are a little bit different. So, and, like, I didn't really know what it was. So, I'm just thinking that she I'm just she'll... really sad and my life sucks mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, that's and I used to be like, she, she used to say yeah. it, too. She used to be like, I just feel like my life just sucks. And I'll be like, what do you mean? Yeah, you have everything. Like, you're literally yeah. everything. Oh and I'm like, I, I just... My life just sucks. And in my head, I'm like, it sucks. I don't know why I'm here. And this, this, and that. And, and I was so confused at first. My life is just yeah. absolutely going that's terrible. That, that's but like then that it clicked. Mean. Yeah, that's yeah. like that mean those, uh, that's the going around parents be like, when a kid's like, I'm stressed. And they be like, what you stressed about? Like, right. <laughs> right. you don't pay yeah. no bills. You don't right. Blah, blah, blah. But no. it goes to show that it, it's more than just like. The it physical of what's going, yeah, and money and, of material yeah. things. It could be situations, feelings that they have, and they don't know what these feelings are or how to navigate through them because these are things that can't be taught. These mm-hmm. are things that they have to experience and then be vocal about, and then that's where that those parental figures typically come in to help guide you through that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then like not only that, I know back when we were first talking, we were mm-hmm. saying how. You have, you know, you'll have your first moment when around 18, but once you hit 20 is when it gets different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times you get smacked with it in the face because a lot of people aren't prepared or when they mm-hmm. are prepared. But, like, um, for me, when I did, like, I went through this whole tragic thing. So, at 16, yeah. 17, <laughs> like, now I know what's going on with me and I'm prepared. Like, I had yeah. a mom who was prepared, who, who prepared me, but she was also very nurturing and that's a good thing. That's very good. Mm-hmm. And so then when I get older, I have this in my head because I'm prepared, yeah. but yet it still hit me in my <laughs> face. <laughs> but like it literally like it will in this time, not only since I now know what it is, it isn't the fact of, oh, I don't know what it is and I'm getting smacked with it. And so it's adding on to it. Mm-hmm. Now it's I'm getting smacked by life and I have to deal with this. Like, <laughs> Because it's a part of life. And I will, and it, you start to see how much it intertwines with everyday life and oh, like yeah. no, it no longer becomes separated. Mm-hmm. So like as much as you know you have it, you mm-hmm. like as much as I know I have depression, I still don't think I do sometimes. Like I don't, right. I, it's not like, a, oh, Shri, you have depression. This is why you're thinking this way. Like it, a lot of the times I'm just like, my life just sucks right now. I'm crying. I don't know. I'm just sad. I'm just sad. I don't know why I'm crying. <laughs> yeah. And then... You know, then mm-hmm. when I start think, you know, I move past my little my my moments and stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, Sheree, we got to think. This yeah. is this is just depression. Yep. Um, I went through it also when I transitioned into college. That was mm-hmm. really bad, ten times worse. And then I was put on. I tried to get on different oh, medicine. Man. Ooh, I and didn't like that. And that they doc- completely mm-hmm. gave me a wrong medicine, so it messed up my head completely, and I started getting suicidal thoughts. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's when I went never forget that. into freshman year of college. And mm-hmm. it was, like, terrible because I've always been next to my mom. I've always had someone there with me. So for me to go off to college, I'm now alone. I'm in a different city. Mm-hmm. I think I'm independent, but I don't have anything. Mm-hmm. And then literally I'm on this this pill that's just making everything ten times worse. And at this mm-hmm. point, I'm just like, do I really want to be here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay. We've. I know. I've been there. I've. Yeah. I've been there before, so many times. 
even you know especially around the time my grandma passed i've been there i've been there it's like it's it was hard to talk about having those like having those feelings with with family because you know from their point of view it was like being selfish mm-hmm. and where suicide is selfish there's still an aspect to that that people don't understand like when you are contemplating suicide you're hurt you're hurting and you've not been able to find a way to fix that hurt mm-hmm. because no person in my opinion wants to stay <coughs> depressed forever who wants to who it's wants not to act. and and <laughs> and i want to give a definition for depression too for those that don't know or for some that have heard different definitions depression is feelings of severe despondency and dejection and it's also a long and severe recession in an economy or a market (laughs) so the form of depression that we're talking about is the first definition feelings of severe despondency and dejection severe despondency that is like everything that comes to try to make you feel better you're you you just can't okay. respond to it you're not positively it's just making you feel worse mm-hmm. rejection we all know what rejection is it's not getting what we want mm-hmm. and that is to be out of this this feeling this mood this time frame so depression can last for an hour it can last for a day a week a month a year like depression is different with everybody there's no set time frame that a person is required to come out of a depression or there's none of that like it's different for everybody it's situational and i'm glad that we're putting this out there because Mm -hmm. i've actually came across multiple people who actually don't believe in depression and they they will literally be like it's all in your head and i was which is true. I, it is all in my head because yes. it's a chemical imbalance. Yes, yes, yes. yes. It is in my head. Like, <laughs> I'm happy I, she said that. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know. You just want me to. They'll just be like, okay, we'll just stop. And I'm like, I, oh, I just, uh, okay, like, <laughs> okay. You <laughs> just made it worse by like, saying that. <laughs> you know the TikTok where they were like dancing and it's like someone just telling me to stop when I'm anxious and it's like, yes, yeah, I, I don't know how to stop. Yeah, like, I just, I just don't. Like, okay, let me just. Like, I just feel better now. Just turn it off. Yeah. And it's it's very important to know that this is actually, like, it's true. It is a chemical imbalance in the head. And then, for me, what makes it ten, like, not, it's not ten times worse, but just adds on top of it is the anxiety. So, I'm always (laughs) worried. I I have general anxiety. I worry about everything. I overthink constantly. Mm -hmm. So, then I'll go into overthinking about something and I've already started worrying and I'm like, okay, but what is this? Then this and then this and then adds on, adds on, adds on. And now I'm sitting here sad because I went on this whole rampage and got so anxious and all I can do is just be sad now. Mm -hmm. And then I'll Mm -hmm. get to that. Like, let's say I just formed a whole like a whole scenario because i'm supposed to hang out with someone and i'm Mm -hmm. in my head i've just gotten so anxious that i planned out everything so then now i go to do it 
And if something is off or Mm -hmm. even just Mm -hmm. me going into it, I'm going to be sad or I'm going to have some type of emotion because it's just, I've I've, I've took myself that far when I didn't, I didn't have to. Little Wayne just did a, uh, an interview on YouTube and I, I have to research what the official name is of the interview or the interviewee interviewer. Um, but he said he's opened up about his, you know, his bouts of depression and suicide. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, opened up and he talked about how when he was a child, he was a child. So not even an adult, not even 18 to 20, early 20s, like he was a child. And he felt depressed. He felt depression. He didn't know what it was at the time. He didn't know the name, but he know what it felt like. And I believe he said he took a gun and he shot himself. And his neighbor or somebody came and they found him. Um, But he opened up about as a child having that type of depression. And he said that they asked him, they was like, if there's one piece of advice that you could give anybody, somebody that deals with depression or somebody who knows somebody that's dealing with depression or a loved one's dealing with it. He was like, if somebody is telling you that they're depressed, believe them. Because that is their cry for help. It's not about seeking attention in a, oh, I just want everything to be about me way. It's a, I have tried to take get myself out of this and I can't, Mm -hmm. I need help. Something's wrong with me. Something's wrong, help me. Mm -hmm. And when he said that, I, I I was actually watching it with, you know, my ex at the time, my exes. At the time, <laughs> that's no, wait, a, that's another episode. That's I'm another dead. episode. I'm dead on that one. <laughs> that's another episode. Continue. Um, <laughs> but I was watching it with them because I had opened up and said, you know, about my mental health. Um, and like you said, some people don't believe in depression. He was one of those. Mm-hmm. Like he did not believe in it. Like. You know, and he had his own personal experiences that he grew up that caused him to believe that way. But it took for me to be open to him about what I deal with. And for us to watch that episode together, mm-hmm. he he looked at it differently. You know, and no, we didn't, you know, end on the best of terms. But one thing I can say is I left that relationship and my imprint was... Helping him to have a better understanding of of mental health. Yes, and of himself, but of Mm -hmm. mental health, period. Like, mental health is more than just bipolar disorder and, um, what, us, uh, um, depression, anxiety, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's more than just... It's understanding just even your mind and how your mind works. Exactly. Like you said, it doesn't have to be bipolar. Mental health, when we say mental health... It's not, it's almost like, you know, your, your, um, maybe like your gut health or yeah. your, you know, you want to give it stuff to make it process better. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, your mind, mental health sometimes is getting away by yourself, sitting at a park, um, listening to music. Um, that's taking care of your yeah. mental mind. It's your mental state. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, when you deal with certain stuff, when you begin to recognize how you are, um, That's one thing I want to talk about. Mental health 101. Mm -hmm. Recognizing how you respond to stuff. Recognizing how how your emotions respond to stuff. 
recognizing if somebody's continuously telling you the same thing or you have a thousand people constantly saying the same thing about you, take that mental note, take it into consideration and realize, okay, I need to do self-reflection. I need to figure out. Once you take the time and push and stop worrying about everybody else and focus on your own self, your own mind and realize how you handle things, what's your triggers, you know, this stuff right here drives me mm-hmm. crazy. Stay away from that stuff. Yep. Or if this does like, well, stay away from that. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you, that's how you can help lower your anxiety, mm-hmm. yourself, a mental health way. Not necessarily med- with just medicine, but just taking the time out and just loving self. Yeah. And know? then also understanding, too, that depression doesn't just affect you. It mm-hmm. affects the ones around you because your actions towards them will change Mm -hmm. when you're in depression and if they're ignorant to you know the nature of what's going on then they don't know how to respond and a per when a person feels attacked their their instinct their natural instinct is to go into defense mode so you know and there comes miscommunication and so Mm -hmm. forth but understand that I feel like one way to help get yourself out of depression is that this doesn't just affect me. This affects my children. This mm-hmm. affects my boyfriend, my mm-hmm. girlfriend, my mother, my father, my sisters, my brother. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This affects the ones around me. So let me try to bring myself out. And that's it's all about trying, you know, because there there's people that they'll get in depression and they just, they don't have the energy, the motivation to get they themselves out. They don't have the support. Out. Somebody checking up on yeah. them and getting on their nerves. Hey, come on. Get up. Yeah. Hey, c- yeah, consistency. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure if I didn't have who I had to help, that it would have just been terrible. It right. would have been terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. know that it's, 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 it's affected, uh, there's, like, you know, last, earlier this week, I found out that my coworker's significant other <coughs> committed suicide. <coughs> and she found her. And that affected my team. Like, everybody was affected the same way. Everybody was. And, well, differently. But everybody was saddened because it was like, one, you know, it was unexpected. And two, it was just, it was, it was so close to home. Mm-hmm. And like when I got the news, like my heart broke, my heart broke, like my heart really broke to even know, especially because this is something that I talk about, right. something that I preach about, this something that I'm passionate about. And my heart broke for her because it's like, she's the one that has to live, like live with the thought of. I found her like that mm. and she left me. Mm. So now she's dealing with feelings of, she's dealing with a lot of emotions right say, now. I regret. She probably, if you got to think about all the things that she's probably like, man, I should have listened to, I should have done this. I should have, I should have, I should have. Yeah. Type stuff. And like, I've checked on her and it's just, it is breaking my heart to see her like that. But it, 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 it goes back to show like, when you're depressed, it causes you to react in ways 
that not only harms you, but it harms your loved ones. And then your loved ones are left to deal with the aftermath. And it's a really sensitive topic. Like, Mm -hmm. suicide is a really sensitive topic. But that's why we created this platform to talk about all sensitive topics. Mental health is a sensitive topic. People don't want to talk about it. They don't want to talk about it because, A, it's always... crazy. Yes, they they don't want to be labeled... You know, a certain way. They don't want to have no, something No, counselors are good. Counselors are good. Yes. It doesn't mean you're crazy. See a counselor. And 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 even I um, internalizing or even identifying with a specific mental health disorder, that does not make you um, crazy. It doesn't make you weird. It doesn't make you, like, an alien. Like, it doesn't make... It's okay mm-hmm. to identify there's something wrong with everybody no it was you took there is right something out of my mouth. wrong with oh, everybody yeah, we too. all are flawed yeah and not just physically there's mm-hmm. no perfect looking person on this there's earth no perfect there's no person. such thing as perfect because there's what can we compare perfect to correct you know what i'm saying so it's like we are all flawed mm-hmm. and what makes you flawed is what makes you different. What yeah. makes you you? I want to be different. I don't want to look like the next <laughs> no. person. I don't want to talk wanna like, act the same. like the same. I don't want to act. I like nope. being me. I like standing out. I like when people can walk away from me and learn something or or yeah. have a good impression. Like, she's super funny. She's cool. I've never met a person mm-hmm. like her. Like, I need her in my life as this friend. I need her in my life as a mentor. Like, that's the impression I want to leave with people. And, but it starts with being honest with myself. Yes. And figuring out what works for me to get past what I'm dealing with. Yep. Or yep, learning yep, how yep. to live with yep, it. Yep, yep, I right literally, on. I talk to myself. Mm-hmm. I talk to myself like I will Listen, I'm the first person to talk conversation. <laughs> yeah full on conversation I will sometimes look in the mirror and cry while mm-hmm. I'm like shree, 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 shree. <laughs> and I go through so many different emotions I <laughs> but I will talk to myself and also I got um, I have temporary in my mom's handwriting tattooed on my finger the word Aww. temporary because, like I said, when, during college, when I was going through it real hard, my mom would always just be like, Shree, it's temporary. It's temporary. Like, mm-hmm. right now, this moment is temporary. Mm-hmm. It won't be forever. I so, I got it in her handwriting. Cool. So, anytime I look down, like, you know, you have your hands crossed, you're sitting there, you're mad, you look down, and I have it right there on my hand. So, I know. It's temporary. It's like, that's what goes through my... I love That's what goes that. through my head. Mm-hmm. Mama, if you listen to this, <laughs> I need you to write out temporary. <laughs> I'm getting it on my finger. <laughs> <laughs> and it helps. It really does help. No, I like that. Like, there's been times, definitely recently, with the whole change going on right now, mm-hmm. and, you know, starting to actually become an adult, mm-hmm. I just sit there and I'm like, oh, okay. Now, since I know what's going on, <laughs> I know how to apply it to life, now it's the process of actually getting through it. Like, you can have everything you know, but it's the process of still getting through yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And so, literally, I so many times I'll just be like, all right, sure, it's temporary. Yeah. And then, you know, of course, I'm back here and I'm like, but are you sure? Mm-hmm. <laughs> are, oh, you sure? The angel are you listen. sure it's temporary? Like, you're going to think this tomorrow and the day after that and the day. After. And I'm like, but. So then for a second, I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but then again, I'll look and I'm like, it's temporary. Yeah. Okay, okay, we got it. <laughs> yes. Cheyenne, like, what do you do that kind of helps you? 
kind of get through the bouts of, you know, depression that you've experienced and... Well, that, that's actually, like, a really... So I just wanted to start off by saying, to explain it, Yeah, I wasn't actually going to do the podcast mm-hmm. yeah. because, in my mind, I, I thought it was hypocritical mm-hmm. because right now I am in, you know, a really dark hole. Mm-hmm. And it's like for like the past three days, yesterday actually was the first day I made it out of the house and out of bed mm. in a long time. Okay. <laughs> I'm I happy love, you That's here. why I love her. And so this time is different. I've been suicidal for a long time in my life. Um, I've been depressed like most of my childhood. Well, I want to say like when I was like five, six or seven, because I don't know. I can't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> um, when I was about 13 or 14, I got an eating disorder, and I got it like you can't catch an eating disorder, but that is what I used. People don't know this much about eating disorders or anything like mm-hmm. that, but it is like, it, for some and for most, it's a control thing, and it also blocks everything else off. Mm-hmm. So I use my eating disorder to not feel my depression, to not feel mm-hmm. everything else. Mm-hmm. It, it was a focus, it was an obsessive focus, so that I could keep living. It's, it's a defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. Wow. And um, it wasn't until about my sophomore year when I met a friend who also had one that I got, you know, started fixing the eating. Well, you can't fix it, but I started coping with the eating disorder, learning, you know, how to unfix that. And that's when my depression hit. Mm-hmm. Like, that's when I could finally feel it. Yeah. You know, I couldn't focus, mm-hmm. you know, on my eating disorder anymore. And I couldn't really do anything else, you know. Mm -hmm. There wasn't really anything else to help me that I knew of yet. Mm -hmm. So it hit me. And so that was for the next, like, two, three years, I was very suicidal. Mm -hmm. It was um, about once when I was 16 and once when I was 17, I had planned attempts. And I wrote notes. Mm -hmm. Um, But I had one person my, you know, up until that point, my entire life, one person in... You know, she was a few years older than me. And so she she already went through those things. You know, mm-hmm. we had a lot of things similar. I was blessed. God sent her as mm-hmm. the best mm-hmm. angel I ever had. Amen. You know, she, it was like every, most things that I went through, it, you know, she went through already and it hit. And a lot of the, she is one of the most strongest person. Rachel Elmer, yeah. I will shout her out to her. <laughs> you know? Yes. I want to thank my mama. <laughs> A lot of things she went through are things after we kind of, we didn't stop being friends, but it's yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of things she went through back then are things I started going through when mm. we stopped being friends. And so it's like she prepared me without mm. even knowing she Look prepared at God. me. I love that. <laughs> you know God that's good. Yes. Well, you know, that's and, that, and that's a good thing when you have somebody in your corner, you have a support system, somebody that's familiar with mental health, familiar with depression, familiar with suicide, whatever aspect, and they're able to be that mm. that crutch, that go-to, that every time they see you sinking, they they got their hand on you, and they're yep. not letting you And it's also the fact that she always comes at the craziest times mm-hmm. and checks Shereen up. She knows. Yes. She checks up on it. Make L- sure listen, okay. that's when that's in tune. Yes. She's in tune with you. Yeah. When somebody's in tune with you, mm-hmm. that's what happens. It's always right, just boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So was there, that. like, any other things that kind of helped you, you know, even yeah, having that sure. support system? But, like, 
Was there like a hobby that you had that would help you? Like Cherie said, she talks to herself in the mirror. I do too. Okay. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> I'd be like, Dan. I tell you, I say, Sharon, it's not know. that shit, Sharon. You can clean that tomorrow. I re- Sharon. <laughs> Sharon, just walk away. You're going to be late. It's and you, then my it's you but just, I got to hurry up. Get, no, Sharon, yes. just go. It's you telling yourself what the consequences are. Like that conversation with yourself. It's like, okay, that's right now. If you do this, <laughs> you know you're going to have to bond out. Okay? Like, explain to your job. <laughs> why you why you did this and you gotta be on probation you can't go on no trips <laughs> and it'd be the trips for me that bring it out. Oh, you know you're not ruining LA <laughs> I catch you when I get back and then I forget about it so, <laughs> so that so conversations with yourself that is completely normal yeah. Normalize it. It That's needs to be normalized. I've started doing. Okay. Yes. See? It needs doing. to be normalized. They used to say, if you talk to yourself, you're crazy. I'll tell, okay, I am. The doctor actually told <laughs> me. And I am. The doctor was like, maybe. And is. is. Okay. What they say, uh-huh. and is, and will, <laughs> and do. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I did. I did want to get into that, though. Um, mm-hmm. Well, not like the talk. That was going to come up. But mm-hmm. after that, you know. I didn't really have a coping mechanism other than working, mm-hmm. you know, because that then again, I went, it's like, you ever heard the saying, you replace one addiction with another? Yes. Yep, 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 yep. And so that's what I did. Once I got, you know, started coping with my eating disorder and decided that's what I wanted to, you know, not do anymore, mm-hmm. I started working. Mm-hmm. And I worked. Ooh, I know that. To, mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to think about anything else. I didn't want to do anything else. You know, I went to school and I went to work because if I went home and I was alone with my thoughts, that, that was just not mm-hmm. something that could have happened. Mm-hmm. Like deja vu. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so serious. Like deja vu. Like that working is an addiction. Mm-hmm. Working is an addiction. When when my grandma passed, I I did not go back to work the next day, but the following day I went back to work. I went back to work. That's like when my Aunt Donetta passed. I remember I was working for my pastor, and I remember he had called because I was sending him text messages. Like, this was Christmas Eve, okay? Mm-hmm. The family is still, like, mainly at the house and stuff. I didn't even... I stopped by the house, but then I went right back to work, mm-hmm. and I sent him a message like, hey, mm-hmm. I need to get these materials. These, He's like, hold on. Come by the house. Yep. So I came by. He's like, you don't... You, you don't need to work. Okay. He's, he's you like, don't need you to know, work on Christmas. No, not on Christmas Eve. It was Christmas Eve, but then it was me because of Aunt Donetta passing. Like, I yeah. couldn't. Like, it was just, it was weird. Like, all of a sudden, I was just like, I just wanted to go straight back to work. Yeah. I found out while mm-hmm. I was at work, and I just wanted to go back to work. That is what it was for me. <laughs> it was me. weird. It was That's the weirdest That's what it crap. was for me. I was picking up so much overtime because I did not want to be, like you said, at home alone with my thoughts. Like, when my, the day my grandma passed, my mom, the first thing she said to me, I, you know, she's like, where's my baby? She said, Des, I need you need to move in. I don't want you by yourself. Mm-hmm. She told me that. It's crazy because we just had this conversation where I was like, Ma, I remember you saying that. And she was right because I found out while I was at work, I didn't even have an hour left of my shift when I got the call. And I won't go into all the details because I will get emotional. But... It it was, I was at work, working at Best Buy in the middle of 
work uh working on somebody's phone my sister calls me she's panicking she's you know trying to tell me my mom's clicked over because she's calling me on the other line wait what's going on and I, I get the call and they had already sent somebody to come pick me up Man. and the whole way there i was with miranda my uh my sister she uh I was sitting in that car and I was in denial because she wouldn't answer nothing for me. And I'm like, yeah, no, grandma's not. She's not. Like, I was talking to myself. And this is a form of talking to myself where I'm now entering into a phase of denial, which is I know my grandma's gone, but my mind's not accepting of it. So me talking out loud to myself, no matter what I'm saying is, I have to get these thoughts out of my head so I can piece them together. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she passed and I went back to work because I found working and just throwing myself, putting on a fake smile, mm-hmm. being in another, you know, area and another realm. It was like another realm for me. Like yeah. I had checked out. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it was a whole nother world. And mm-hmm. I'm working doubles. I'm working two jobs. I was working at the mall. I was working at Best Buy and I'm going back and forth. Between both jobs. Tried to pick up a third job. Like, I... And mm-hmm. I, I, I was... And then on top of that, I was still in the Army. So, it was just like... I'm making sure I stay busy. But then I started having mental break mental breakdowns yeah, at work. From being mm-hmm. overloaded. Exactly. Yep. And I I will never forget... I worked myself to... To... Into the hospital. I have done that I a few got times. so sick. Man. My body wouldn't I've move. I've done that a few times. Yeah. I, it just, it was so much. I had worked myself into being sick. I was in the hospital, stress overload. Like, and my mom's like, Desiree, you, you can't. You have to take care of yourself. Because when you constantly throwing yourself into work, you're not really taking care of yourself. You're not watching, you know, your, your um, diet. Mm-hmm. You're not working out. Because <laughs> when you ain't working, you sleep, you're getting ready <laughs> yep. for your next shift. Mm-hmm. You're not, you know, having me time to think about, you know, process, meditate. You're not having none of that. So it's just like all that happened and throwing myself into work was my coping mechanism at the time. But bringing myself out of that was like that wake up call, like my health. That was like my wake up call as far as, okay. I cannot ever let depression get me so down mm-hmm. to where I don't, I, I'm not here physically. Because if I can't do anything physically and I'm confined, I will really go crazy. Like, my, my mental health will mm-hmm. really deteriorate. Yep. Because my mind works like a million miles a minute. Like, it's constantly working. Like you said, you have, you're so creative. You have all these Listen, thoughts. Listen, it don't stop. It don't. It don't I get it. We got the same problem. It don't So I it was don't. just telling Joseph that, like... And that's that's where some the issue with, not an issue, but that's where the OCD comes in at. It's like I feel personally the only way I can be able to con- like organize my thoughts is everything around me has to be organized, mm-hmm. and therefore I can think clearly. And actually, it feels like if things around me are clean or organized, then I'm most at peace to where I can think clearly. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, like, I would tell him I would tire myself out mentally so freaking fast. Mm-hmm. Like, within, like, I can get so super sleepy just mentally, just from everything running in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, that, yeah, that's real. When you're talking about the, um, not to go, uh, 
the with the family with your grandma mm -hmm. like that phone call mm. <clears throat> i as you were saying that that immediately like th those are things that you never forget yeah like i can literally remember that phone call from my aunt donette i can remember that phone call regarding my aunt darlene mm -hmm. um man yeah i feel you on that one yeah it's it was it's something that it's the visual that i had too when i came in the house and i found her and that's something that i was trying to once again work myself i did mm -hmm. not want to that would be all that i would see mm -hmm. when my mind wasn't occupied preoccupied with work that would be the visual that i would see up until um her viewing um and then her funeral and it was just like i did not want to remember my grandma like that mm -hmm. and so like to i that caused me to be super depressed and like i said you know i had a child um had a miscarriage and so it's like it was sinking me further down and so how i became became to get up out of that it, i was actually depressed for years mm -hmm. i was depressed for years <laughs> nobody knew mm -hmm. and i would say my mom knew um but i would try to hide it so well right. to the point where i'm trying to confuse people like oh I'm not depressed. I'm happy. You like, were actually, you were trying to confuse yourself. I was trying to confuse myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In the process of trying to confuse other people, I was actually confusing myself. I was You were trying to tell yourself to you're myself. fine. Yeah. yeah like, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. You're and fine. it wasn't. Like, I was working, you know, but I would go out every weekend. I'm getting dressed up, getting my hair done, getting my nails that done. That was your cool? Yeah, I'm trying to work on my body. You know, at this point, I had gained a little weight. I thought I was thick. So, <laughs> I was like, okay. Like, I'm embracing my body. You know, I'm trying to change. Like, be a little bit more carefree. And, but it was all to keep my mind off of the traumas that I was experiencing. My grandma died in 2016. 2019 is when I finally, so three years, this was actually two and a half years later. Yes, 2019 is when I finally decided to dig myself out of that depression. Wow. I was depressed for two and a half years. And how I did that, I think I had a moment with my mom because we would have, like, the best talks. And they would just be every blue moon where it's just the open and me being open and vulnerable with her and just everything that she's never heard before. Like, oh my look, here it is. Here's my, here's my drama. Like, drama. <laughs> look, you look at that. We be so having now, those. Listen. <laughs> Shree comes I, down and gives the whole load. And I'm like, like, okay, gotta do laundry. Okay. <laughs> We go wash dishes. <laughs> Permanent press. <laughs> With no, like, I, that, it would took for one of them. And I was just like, you know what? I want to get help. I went to the doctor mm -hmm. and went to my primary doctor. And I was going to my gynecologist because my depression started to affect my physical yep. health. You know, my physical yep. health. So, like, I'm dealing with uh, blood pressure um anxiety really bad mm -hmm. but i was dealing with things that i didn't know like i knew i was depressed but i didn't know at the time that it was a mental health disorder mm -hmm. i just thought it was just a sad. bad thing yeah like you're just sad yes. you're like just this sad. is not normal that's what i knew i'm just sad and not happy mm -hmm. and you don't really 
put it into a term. But there is different. Like you can have depression levels. without it being diagnosed. When you people that, can experience depression, yes, like the yeah. loss of someone, or yes. you know, getting at a rough time in life. Just be like you can get to a rough point in life and be depressed. It's okay. But when it's diagnosed, yes. that's when it becomes an everyday thing. Yes. It starts to interfere with everyday life. Yes. When it's consistent and you yes. find yes. yourself not because that's your body yeah. chemicals. Mm-hmm. You know when you have when you can naturally balance them, mm-hmm. you can go into your low and then come out of it. But when you don't have when you can't balance that, you're in a low and yeah. it, you're not actually there's no reason for you to be in a low. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But you're just there and you don't even know why. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so everybody say one thing, like one piece of advice that you would give the audience, the viewers, a piece of advice to help them get those help them get themselves out of depression or to you know get away from like suicidal thoughts um for me i would say make little notes um i would have like three little goals like not notes but i mean you can make a note but write three little goals either for the day or for a week and it doesn't have to be like actual like oh like an inspirational goal it could literally just be okay go to the park or try out that new ice cream place you've been seeing. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know, give, take 20 minutes to actually do your hair a different style. I don't know, something. Okay. Just I simple like little goals. Because then once you do it, you're glad that you actually tried it. Mm-hmm. But make it a goal that you've never done before or haven't done in a little bit. Ain't nothing like crossing something Yeah, and it's good. just different Definitely things. when you complete all of them for And the it day. doesn't have to face with, like, you know... It doesn't have to be a goal like, okay, do your homework at this time. Nothing that's going to stress you out. Just right. a little goal just to make you happy. Mm-hmm. Okay, five push-ups a day. <laughs> or tell yourself, I love stressful. you. <laughs> <laughs> or you are beautiful. Yeah, just something simple. Like that. Things that have been on your mind. Either you've been seeing a TikTok trend lately. You're like, I'm going to okay, try I'm that listen. TikTok trend. Then Matter go try okay, it. Can, can, can I goal. say we got the Ooh. queens of TikTok? <laughs> mother and daughter duo. <laughs> hey, 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 One day hey, we may, hey, you know, do a TikTok live. <laughs> I gotta... No, but listen, as we're talking TikTok though, yeah, perfect because it just goes straight into me. That is, I love TikTok because that is my. That's what pulls me out. Okay. That's my happy place. Bubby in the back. Do it like a show B day. Listen, that is my happy place. Literally. I love it. Like when I like if somebody <laughs> if somebody was in here, like if there was a camera in here. And they caught and then, they <laughs> caught me in like I be off of the TikTok, I'm like I mean, even like, <laughs> wait. This is this is y'all just, gonna go on a show. Like, even oh, when TikTok is, even when nothing is playing, but there's a song on, and I'm in the bathroom. I'm like, uh, <laughs> period. <laughs> she popping in. <laughs> like, ooh, yeah, I'm hitting it. You're like, oh, this song. Listen, I'm hitting yeah, it. Okay, but then I really be geek though. I really be happy I when I leave that. out the bathroom. I'm like. <laughs> I just, when I did the dance, that, it was cute. I'm just to try that. Listen, yeah. that is my little. It's a way that I can just be me and throw it out there, and then find people that just love it. You know, I like, <laughs> like that. The you support find people who are actually for you. It's an actual Listen, for you page. <laughs> people, the support. Mm-hmm. I, I got more support from 
TikTok when I was in the hospital that I even got it. Just, you know. Like, <laughs> oh, the, I know. They were checking up on me and everything. Like, <laughs> you okay, TikTok user number three? Like, yeah. uh, user number 32984628. Okay. That's what I know. We're praying for you. Okay. <laughs> Can't wait to see more TikToks. Yes. Yes, they put the praying hands. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they and I'll be shocked because they were like, one will even be like, "Hold on, aren't you supposed to be resting?" Ooh, uh, ooh. it's the accountability for <laughs> me. yes. Okay. You only been out the hospital it's this like many that, days. Dude, Do I need to see? find you and make you sit down? Did y'all see that? But you don't even Minaj. know me. <laughs> but yes, I'm gonna sit down. I am. <laughs> Did y'all see that Nicki Minaj live where she has that guy on there? Um, and she was like, if you was my assistant, like, what would you do? He was like, first of all, you would be at the studio on time. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, oh, he was like, yes, because you need to make music. Where's the music? (laughs) I was weak. But accountability like that, I get that. I like that. I was like, I love that. So that, that's my thing. That's my personal thing. Um, and it's not just to, if I'm not telling you to go get you a TikTok page. I mean, if you want to go right ahead, I'll follow you. Follow me. Okay. Um, but <laughs> and so finding something page. that just, that brings you just your little joy. Yeah. If you can find something and then just, you know, it, it find that happy place, you know, okay. spend time with that happy place and then don't feel bad if you have to tell people no because you want to sit in your happy place okay. mm-hmm. all by yourself. <laughs> I, I know I don't have anything to do all day. That don't mean I have that. That, that don't mean I got to do something. No, I'm okay. not doing anything today. Period. At all. And stick to that. I'm in my happy place. Football. <laughs> Football. Okay. <laughs> Nachos. I'll be sitting okay. like this. No, look, I'll get home and I'll be so geeked and ready to get in bed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the game's on. Your husband be like, your husband be like, what in the world? <laughs> like, shh, 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 shh. <laughs> I was okay. like, listen. Oh, yes. My happy play all by myself and it's quiet as heck. I Nobody's talking and it's just the game playing and I'm over here with a big smile. <laughs> so or you binge say, watching Netflix or something. So you would say either dance on tiktok or yep. dance or find a happy place okay yeah. let me see you twerk let me see oh oh dang do a little twerk and then you know that came out out loud that was supposed to be in my head twerking is okay i i promote we twerking. never said tiktok was g-rated okay <laughs> but we i'm just saying that. my 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 nieces i got a seven-year-old niece harmony she be telling me about TikTok. Yeah, this is on TikTok. I'm like, what you know about TikTok? <laughs> she was like, you don't have TikTok? I'm like, no. She's like, oh. This is the last time she was here. I'm like, no. She's just trying to make me feel good to not have TikTok. TikTok. But Different you got kids. TikTok now, don't you? I mean, I scroll. <laughs> I scroll. I, and no, we're going to leave it a, at that. I seen a... Mm-hmm. A busted challenge. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> What is one piece of advice that you would like to give the audience? Mm. That's, it's actually something Sheree said to me one time. Ooh, okay. okay. Because I also recognize that for the past few months, I've been in a place mm-hmm. where it might be hard to believe, but nothing has brought me happiness, really. Okay. Mm-hmm. I could be with, I mean, Sheree could see it on me. Like, I could be hanging out with Sheree, and I'm just not 
it's there. like I'm not a person. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm not there. I don't laugh like I used to. We don't. I can see that she sees it on me, and it makes me feel difficult, you know, because I'm like, I want to be there. I want to be happy. And I'm just happy. like, do 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 do. Shy's here. Like, <laughs> Shy's me here. too. I'm all excited. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I understand that there's times where people, even, you know, any of the smallest, like, lovely things can seem Mm -hmm. like the worst, ugliest of things for a long period of time. But there are always moments, and it's something Shree said to me that really stuck with me. Because it's like, sometimes you have to relearn things, Mm -hmm. you know? And I knew it before, but it's like, this time was completely different. Mm -hmm. She told me, she was like, she lives, when she's in a bad place... She lives for the small moments when she's driving down the road and it's like there's not there's not a thing in her head but but joy from the music, you know. She's loving the music. It's her favorite song playing, the windows are down, you know, the the sky is beautiful, those mm-hmm. tiniest moments, no matter if it lasts two seconds, five seconds, you hold on to that. Yeah. I, I like that. And so that like really that. stuck with me for a long time. I like that. You cover that one. Like that. <laughs> that was nice. <laughs> Because it's true. It's it very is. True. No, it is true. If you like, think about it, you just think it, back to those true. tiny moments where you're just alone. You're sitting there. You're probably partying. The song's going. You're in the shower. You're having a whole full Listen, concert. And you and tend to like, forget about days. those moments. And Definitely, I'm, when stuff man. is going crazy, you tend to forget about it. And so you just gotta, you gotta like when you're sitting there, and all of a sudden you just come across the moment where you just realize you just jammed out Here. to a whole ten minute session. You're like, I just listen. had a moment. When I'm <laughs> like, in the car. <laughs> Something. On the highway. Listen. By myself. I become you a singer. You can't tell. Okay. <laughs> I become the best I dancer. <laughs> in my head. I didn't put on. I didn't have a whole concert. I'm a, like. <laughs> but you know who I really love listening to? Biggie Smalls and Tupac on the highway. I, it just takes you to a whole nother element. Ludacris. Oh, yeah. Move. Get, Get out, out the way. way. That Listen, song on the highway. Road rage. That song on the highway. I promise. Till you get no, to you. I, I snuck up on a cop talking about move. Oh, crap. Slow down. Like, gonna, wait. Go okay. right now. Gonna just makes you sit back. Don't let a song play that, that give you some direction to do. <laughs> I'm swerving. The foot just I'm got swerving. a little heavier. <laughs> like, I'm going to put it in drive. I'll be, oh, what do you say, um, Khalid, what's that song, On The Way? Yeah, y'all ain't heard that? Khalid with Slack? I, it's, I probably it black. heard it. It's black. It's black. <laughs> Wait, what does he say? Slack. Hi, my name is, is Black, uh, but sometimes some people, people call, call me, me Six, six Black. Black. <laughs> I was saying Slack. I don't know if he's trying to let like, little S. I don't know what the six for. Um, but yes, yeah, like that song, he he, he, he talking six. about, uh, he, he putting it in drive. You know, he on the highway going whatever. I be, oh, swerving. They be like, cars be honking. Something I be happened. like, I'm a race car driver right now. I'm in the fast No, of course, period. we do not <laughs> condone. No, no, please. We don't condone none of this. this. And this is the past. Uh, this is just enjoying your moment, okay? But when did that song come out that she was talking about? It's yeah. what it was. <laughs> no, but I like that, like those little drives and stuff. Yes. I don't know. I would say, like, my piece of advice, like, if you're in a deep depression or you're having suicidal thoughts, I would think about um, how it would affect someone you love. Mm-hmm. 
imagine and it's like not to get super serious or anything but it's just like think about how would it affect your daughter your son your mother like think about the heartache that they would have with you not being there and so that prompts me to say ask for help like that would be you know the number one thing for me is find you somebody to talk to Mm -hmm. find you an accountability partner like Mm -hmm. i have an accountability partner for my mental health i ask them Mm -hmm. will you be my accountability partner means we check in with each other weekly so um we see where each other's mental health state is you know what can i do to help you out or even just being a resource like i'll randomly text them just during the week like this is how I feel about this. And it's just kind of like, or can you talk? I know, Sharon, I'm constantly calling you like, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I got to call you. <laughs> no, man. I'm like, what's up, Desi? <laughs> okay. But it helps to talk about that. Like, mm-hmm. I talking is a really good way to get yourself out of it. Because mm-hmm. having mental health, also, it's like you develop thoughts in your head, thoughts and scenarios that aren't true. Like, you create your mm-hmm. own version of things. That's what depression is. You create your own version of something, and it's something totally different. So it's like, ask for help and and talk about your feelings. Find you somebody that's non-judgmental. And if you're listening to this, become that non-judgmental mm-hmm. person for, for somebody that you know is suffering from mental health. Mm-hmm. Suffer from depression or anxiety or bipolar disorder. Like, any of those. Like, anything. Open up. But more specifically with depression and suicide, become that person. Understand that, like you said, Sheree, it's an unc- it's a chemical imbalance. Mm-hmm. That is something that a person cannot control when they their can. mood goes down. And a lot of the times, like, sometimes they're not going to want to talk about it. And that's mm-hmm. okay. That's fine. Not yeah. all the time do they have to talk about it. Even if it's just you. Just need to be held. Yeah. Or talk to, just, or just listen. Just like Invite them. Or, Don't yeah. make them feel any different. Still yes. give that love. Yes. Still act the same with them yeah. but just let them know that you're there yes through your actions I it doesn't mean you can do words just tell them hey you want to go out for ice cream you know well, you know i don't want to go you know what i'm gonna come and get some i'm gonna go and get some and bring it back here we're just gonna watch a movie okay. oh, don't even have to talk about anything yeah. Yeah. just literally they just want somebody by them yeah mm-hmm. like that me and my mom like <laughs> we'll go like random we'll go out to eat and i'll just like randomly cry and that that's like just having her presence because she'll know when I'm depressed. Like she'll be like, "Let's go, let's go out to eat. Let's get, let's do our hair. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and put your little lashes on. You know, you like your lashes." Mm-hmm. Like she's like, "Go ahead, get cute. We gonna get out." And so mm-hmm. we'll go, and then I'll sit there and I'll just start crying. And I'm like, "It's okay." I'm like, "No, because you made me get pretty to come out here. Tell <laughs> you my emotions, like." But just having her in my presence causes me to just be like a water flow yep. and just give her and it's like my mom's so strong because i've always said like mom i don't i don't know how you handle dealing with my problems <laughs> and you got three other kids and your own like I don't man she's so exactly Jesus. she's so strong and that goes back to what i was saying earlier like those parental figures in your life that is what they are there for utilize your mom Parenting does not stop past adulthood. It sure doesn't. <laughs> I'm 28. I call my mama for everything. Mama, they pissed me off at this job. Should I quit? <laughs> or, or what? What's up? 
Tell me what happened. I'm like, okay, this is what happened. And she's like, okay, I'm gonna pray about it. Lunch break chronicles. <laughs> I swear. I swear. You were But you you gotta use use your parental figures though. For real. Use use your parental figures, use your big sister, your big brother. That is what they are there for. We have older siblings or we have parents and we have friendships, people in our lives for a reason. They are there to help you. And People that don't deal with it, open yourself up. Allow someone to to be in your presence and feel comfortable. Become a confidant mm-hmm. for someone. Right. Because honestly, that's that's gonna bring that's gonna bring if you're spiritual, your rewards in heaven. If you are, you know, more on the, you know, non spiritual side, karma. You know what I'm saying? Like it's gonna bring you good karma, it's gonna bring you when you are doing a good deed for someone, you're mm-hmm. rewarded. Yep. So I think that, you know, for this episode, that that's the general, you know, basis of what we wanted to cover is letting you know these are four different women. You know, mm-hmm. we're four different women, um, different people, different ages, different backgrounds, different ethnicities. Like, we have all experienced depression and these and suicide and we this is the ways that we've taken to get ourselves out of that and mm-hmm. currently these are still doing still doing mm-hmm. and these are some of the you know methods that we suggest that you guys take um for you know to help you out and like we said you know you can reach out to us email us that gets checked daily Mm-hmm. DM us on any of our social sites. Um, our email designed for sharing hope at gmail.com. That's it. Send us an email. Like if you're talking, so if you want us to give you a call, email us in your number. We will call, we'll pray with you, we'll listen to you. Like this is what we're here for. Like mm-hmm. this is a mental health awareness podcast, but we're also gonna resources. Yes, 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 yes. You got a resource, you use it. So please let reach out to us guys mm-hmm. we're here for you um we thank you once again thank you for listening this is this e- is even a, a outlet for us just doing this being able just to sit and talk and get this mm-hmm. you know out there so we thank you guys please continue to like share um tell people about us you know please because we're we're just here so we Yay. thank you thank we you love so you much. guys have a great evening. We'll be looking out or be looking out for the next episode in two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Everybody say bye. 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 bye.